Welcome, listeners. This is a different podcast today. Today, I have Richard LaPlante with us again, and we're going to be discussing a healing retreat that we have coming up, which is going to be on October uh, 23rd, which is a Saturday. The uh, morning session starts from 10 a.m., goes to 1 p.m. This is going to be in Ojai, California, and the address is you'll find in Everbright, which is our invitation for you to sign up. Where you can find that is if you go to Amana Lifestyle, if you're on Instagram, there's a link that you can click on to sign up. If you're not on Instagram, you can simply go to eventbrite.com and look for Healing Retreat in Ojai. Click on the link, and that's the way you can sign up there. If you have any other issues, you could email me, uh, mh at markharradine.com, so you can be involved. And today, we're going to be discussing what this healing retreat is about, why we called it a healing retreat, and what you're in for as an adventure. The addition will be in the afternoon sessions after your lunch, you're welcome to sign up for a private session, either with Richard LaPlante or myself. Richard will be doing uh, breathing and strength exercises or, or based off what your need is, because it could be pool work as well, but it'll certainly entail breathing. And I'll be doing spiritual counseling, which I'll give you some details about in this session here. How are you this morning, Richard? I'm tired. <laughs> Good. I like the honesty, right? I, I'm uh, I'm about recovery, which is what yeah. the healing retreat is about. A recovery. It is, and the reason we came up, well, I came. You know, we discussed, you know, what what we're going to do here because we have things to offer, and both of us provide our own services. Uh, but healing retreat is not one that you'll necessarily come and it's going to cure some great disease, although that could happen. I'm not going to count it out, but it's more that the body is a self-healing mechanism and some of the techniques that we teach in different ways, uh, some are physical, emotional, mental, or spiritual, can facilitate that healing technique. So why don't you kick off, Richard, with some of your own experiences of your own healing uh, of just using your techniques and then how you can support others to do that and, and what we offer at this retreat. All right. Well, I could go back to when I was 10 years old and broke my neck and was in a body cast for, I think, two months. So I, I was literally a scarecrow when I got out of the cast. I, what doctors are really good at is setting bones, Western doctors, surgery, uh, antibiotics other kinds of prescription drugs, I'm not putting them down. I'm saying that's what Western medicine is good at. Western medicine is just coming in right now to the realization that there's more to healing than pharmaceuticals. At least I would say some Western practitioners are. And I'll go back to when I was 10 years old. How did I really heal myself? I, they, they fixed the break, put me in a cast, came out of the cast. I couldn't even walk. My equilibrium was so far off because I've been used to carrying this big plaster box on over my head right down to my groin. So I began rehabilitating by 
lifting weights, progressive resistance exercise. And I never stopped. In one form or another, I never stopped exercising because it showed me that I could transform my body, that I could heal myself. Part of that progressive resistance was breathing. The nature of weightlifting has to include the breath. It has to include breathing deeper. It has to include those things. I mean, a lot of people who are in gyms breathe incorrectly through their mouth, and but they're breathing. And as you increase the intensity of the exercise, you're going to increase the volume of breath. Um, you know, I don't want to get too technical. It's basically the release of carbon dioxide. But as a little boy, what this did was it brought my rib cage back to life. And my rib cage, as it is now with people as they age, is one of the sources of posture. So I was able to walk again properly. I was able to handle my body weight properly. So the side effect of the progressive resistance with dumbbells and light barbells was breathing. And as I continued after that, I mean, going back 60 years, I got into yoga and then I got very into martial arts. I was always into weight training or training with resistance, working my body weight, press-ups, chins. And the essence of all these things was the breath. And the real secret, just getting there, it's sort of a roundabout story, but the real secret wasn't the stimulus. It wasn't the stimulus of the exercise. It was the recovery. And it's the greatest mistake people make. When you exercise, you do minor trauma to the muscles, little tears. If you don't recover, you're not going to get stronger. You're going to get weak. You're going to get tired. You're going to get, your immune system's going to go down. So that's where I thought, well, really this body that we inhabit is a self-healing mechanism, but you have to provide a condition in which it heals. That condition provided by breath. Breath takes us into what it's called the parasympathetic, but let's be really easy, the rest system, the rest and digest. Yes. You want to remain mostly in that rest and digest. I don't care if you're recovering from a flu, from a surgery, from a break. If you don't rest and digest, which means feed your body properly, your recovery is going to be very, very limited. Um, it's going to take longer, and it may not heal completely. This includes trauma of the mind. If it's post-traumatic stress disorder, what happens is that stress recurs, 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 recurs. So you exist in a continual state of flight, running from the stress or fighting the stress, which means you never rest and recover. So with a healing retreat, the intent is to practice and to make one knowledgeable about the breathing exercises that will take your body into the rest system. So whatever ails you has at least a chance of recovery that the body is going to work on. We're invaded with pathogens every single day of our lives. And the body's immune system goes into effect and we recover by consciously learning to rest through the breath and through the techniques of breathing. We could recover to a much greater extent, both mentally and physically. I, I hope that it explains what I, I, I'm 
doing here. No, that's beautiful. And I would consider for our listeners and people who are interested in participating in this, some of the offerings are, you know, I think if we look at this time period, we're dealing with different levels of stress than ever before. So this is an offering of how to use a breath, not just in this healing retreat, but in your day-to-day life and how you can take moments out using breathing either with some facilitated aid called uh, resistant machines. Uh, We can talk about the breathing stick that you've developed, Richard. Um, But there's different techniques that you'll be walking away with that are very practical for your day-to-day. But I think you'll also get a hit uh, of the length and the intensity of being with us the whole morning and choosing if you choose to do a personalized training session or spiritual counseling with us, uh, that'll have its own intensity too. I'd like to back up and go into my story a little bit that dovetails into yours, Richard, um, you know, and how I came into the spiritual counseling world and what, what I'll have to offer uh, as a way of a service to people there. So my quick backstory would be, I was dyslexic. I went to school. I didn't know why I went to school. So I didn't really fit into the system very well. And I played tennis. Um, I played a lot of tennis. And in the in playing tennis, I had this foul temper. Uh, and the reason I think I had a foul temper is I had high perfection running. And so that led me into looking into how do I start to resolve that? One, so my performance would be better. Uh, but two, so I could s- sort out this disturbance that I was working with. And the truth is it was um, multi-layered. It had multiple levels to why I had these frustrations. It, it had a lot of things that I needed to unpack. And in my exploration from starting out reading things like the inner game of tennis, which led me into psychology, uh, after studying psychology, I went, okay, that starts to help me understand my mind, but what's beyond my mind and how does that relate to my emotions? And then what's bigger than that? And that sent me on a path of discovering what is spirit or spirituality. My simple term for it is loving and and really getting into self-loving. How do I love myself first so I could love those around me? Um, and some of the techniques for that as a starting point is getting rid of any disturbances that would stop you from being in your loving. So if you've ever had that, I don't think I know of a person who doesn't have it, but it's uh, a slang term for it would be called the monkey mind, where you've got these thoughts that seem to ruminate around your mind and then that connects to your emotions or it can go vice versa or i think they happen simultaneously um where you have these emotions and that provokes the thoughts and they they seem to ruminate and this starts to create patterns in our life and in those patterns we seem to get stuck and how do you find your way out of the stuckness um from consistently doing these patterns. Now, you still may do the pattern, uh, but what you're looking for from a spiritual perspective is how you can run it, it doesn't run you. So we'll be teaching techniques 
I'm not going to go into all the techniques right now of how to release mental disturbance, how to release emotional disturbances. That's not really a spiritual technique per se, but it's starting to clear those uh, thoughts out and those feelings out so you can then move into a spiritual condition. And, and the spiritual condition is always available, and I would relate to those as like a greater peace, greater centeredness. So we'll be doing a form of meditation that will take you into that so you can feel and experience a greater sense of peace. Sometimes going into that, however, can kick up greater disturbances, and those things are there to be looked at. So we'll be doing this is this retreats only for six people. It's going to be very customized and personalized as the people sign up. We and we have people signed up already. We're looking for four more. So if you are called to participate, we'd love to have you. But we'd be doing a pre-interview with you first and just checking with you uh, of what's going on for you, what your intention is for the retreat. Um Part of my spiritual counseling is then looking at what are the different techniques that can get you into those states of loving, peace, harmony, understanding, cooperation, enthusiasm. And that can come from a multitude of levels. One of the techniques I call is placing the light. So how do you enter God's light or love into your consciousness and start to consistently make that a habit to bring forth so you're stepping into the peace, you're preparing a place not to be as reactive. And that can go into different forms. I'm someone personally who doesn't go into the psychic worlds that much. So I'm not a, a reader, a medium, although I've, I've certainly had experiences of what's known as the Akashic records, where there may be other souls experiences that you may find blocks with. And that, if that shows up, that can be addressed, but I don't go looking for that. What I'm there to support a person with is how to um, un unlock the lock or the block that's with you that you seem to be consistently challenged by that either psychology or just talking about it with a friend doesn't seem to go away. It seems to keep showing up. So it's quite a deep level of uh, exploration or what shows up in a session of healing. Um, so that, that will be the spiritual counseling. Richard, why don't you share a little bit about the personal one-on-ones and what, uh, this is at Richard's beautiful property, which is really a retreat within itself. So Richard's got uh, different facilities that he uses to do this. So why don't you share a little bit about your property and how it came into form too, Richard? Well, first of all, my property has a long driveway and it's got a stone wall coming into it. And it was one of the reasons I bought the house. Um, the house is rather a cottage style house, very simple. But when I came in and it was pretty dilapidated and I sat in an old sofa with a property agent with me, I thought, wow, this is a place that I could come to heal. I was in the midst of a divorce. I was in the midst of a lawsuit. I was in the midst of a lot of stress. I thought this place is a healing place. And so I took the house, renovated it. I put the pool in. I put the pool in at one constant depth, depth so that I could walk the pool. I'll get my breath exercise, walk it and swim it, walk it and swim it. And I'd used it before, that technique. And 
always found it effective to relax the mind and to put the body into that healing place. So I'm very conscious of who comes up my driveway. I only want good energy in my house, healthy energy, you know, good people, albeit if, if they can be wounded. But I want health coming up the driveway. I want to be in an environment that's good for me and good for the others that are there. So that's the beginning. Yes. Then, you know, I, I have, I, I built a gym here. I have some very good equipment. I have bags that I hit. The reason I use the equipment isn't so much to gain strength and muscularity, although that's a side effect of it. It's to create a stress and then learn to relieve the stress consciously. Say we take a weight and use, you know, everybody knows the squat or the bench press. Well, it's wonderful, wonderful exercises. They create stress within the body. So does my stick, which is just, it's a very beautifully carved stick of wood, like a broomstick. Pull it, pull, pull, and you create stress. Push against it, take it in, push it as hard as you can, and it's stress. And the reason to create stress in my method of training is then to sit and relieve the stress. And the sitting goes into a form of meditation, breath meditation. And with repetition, I always say repetition makes the master. With repetition, the body and mind learn that when it's put in a position of stress, mental or physical, because they're very, very similar, and they're very linked, I should say. Often physical stress turns into mental stress and vice versa. When the body's put into that position by repetition, one learns to relieve it by going into a breath meditation, a breath technique, taking the body back down, putting it to rest. Instead of staying in trauma, I, mean, I always use the easy one. Somebody cuts you off in the car brutally out on the highway. And you're gripping the wheel. And you're angry. You want to get that guy or get that woman or yell or call the law or whatever you do. How fast are you out of that? Do you take it with you for half an hour? Do you take it with you back to your home or to the office or the food market and walk around in that condition of, oh, that guy, what, what they did to me? That's stress. That's a metaphor. It's tiny, but that's what happens to us. Something crosses us and we carry that with us. That's what PTSD is about, although that's, you know, really, really maximum stress. So I work on re releasing it, letting it go. I'm just basic. Oxygen in. Feed, fuel the body. Tension, stress out on the exhale. Lengthen the exhale. Take more stress out than you put healing in. And fill it up, fill it up, fill it up. Relax it. Put it to rest. And that's basically the crux of what I do, whether it's in a swimming pool where I'm practicing breath exercise, a little bit of retention, teaching the body to breathe more efficiently, whether it's in the gym, using or using the stick, creating stress to learn to release it, it all gets back to the essence, the breath. The breath is your key to the nervous system. The nervous system is what's reacting to the stress, the autonomic nervous system. Tap into that and you've got a way out of the stress, a way to release the stress. So whether it's with a group or whether it's one-on-one, -on -one, which can be more concentrated, repetition makes the master. 
And what I do is give exercises that are very simple that you can repeat and you become master or teacher of yourself and master of relieving your own stress. That's the essence of what's at the end of my driveway. It's, thank you for sharing that. I'd, I'd like to give uh, our listeners here and people who are interested of showing up just some of my own experiences with working with you, Richard. And we've been working for a couple of years now, and I'm someone who's, you know, probably a broken down athlete. Um, I still compete in golf and I enjoy, you know, because my body still allows me to do that. Um, but I would consider I've been <laughs> inconsistent in my training with you all yet, but of more late, uh, I've had spurts of consistency. Uh, we've been swimming in the pool and doing just one resistance uh, training each, each, in each session. Um, and it only takes probably around 30 minutes. And what I've noticed is just I feel myself coming back into my body. I'm feeling more mentally sharp. Uh, my body feels more alive. Um, it's not like I'm going to conquer any great feats physically at this time because that's not the nature of it. But overall, I have a greater sense of feeling better. There's no questions about that. And in correlation to it, not that I was even trying to do this, but it has really helped me on the golf course. I'm, I'm more conscious of my breathing, particularly nasal breathing, which you are a big proponent of. And uh, as a result, I ended up winning a, a, a tournament the other week that I wasn't even looking to win. It just sort of came through. And I, I do relate that back to, well, I'm getting it some, some good conditioning where my body is responding, my mind is responding, my, my emotions are more settled. And so I, I do contribute that to, to the work that we've been doing. Um, so if people are just looking to simply feel better, this is a good place to start. Thank you. Yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to share, Richard? No, no I would just I would, I really, at this stage of my life, the thing I like doing most is, is working with people. Yes. I love the collaborative effort and the, and the collected consciousness. I love that when the feeling of consciousness spreads to a group and we're all getting it. So this is at this phase of my life, this is my life's work. And I, I, <laughs> I really like to share it with people. That's just the fact. Yeah, you definitely, there's not, not without a question that you live it. And this is our second retreat we're putting on. Um, and so we had a successful retreat prior to COVID. Now that there's uh, COVID coming in, and we'll, we will let you know this, we will be doing just a COVID test so each person and letting each person know that uh, they're safe to show up, although it's only six people, so it's in, a, it's in an outdoor setting. Uh, we still want to take care of each person that is showing up in such a way. And there is a lunch provided that will be organic and we can have more discussions if you contact and reach out to us personally. So once again, the way to sign up, you can go to Eventbrite and put in Ojai, oh, sorry, healing retreat in Ojai, it should show up. Uh, or you could go to my Instagram, which is 
Amana lifestyle, and there's a link that will take you right there to sign up. If that's too complex for you, simply email me at mh at markharradine.com, or you could call me. My telephone number is 310-428-2239. So thanks for uh, sharing some of this today, Richard. I'm excited to do this retreat. I'm looking forward to having the people who do show up. There always seems to be the perfect person and the perfect group that uh, takes place. We certainly had that last time. So if you do feel called, please reach out, and we look forward to meeting you and, and serving you. So take care and have a great day, and we'll be in touch. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Thanks, Richard. Bye-bye.